All right, welcome to this podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Amira Iyer. I'm a middle school student with the Creative Guild, and I am a student in the district. Um, a little about myself, I come from a family of four, and I have an older sister, and she's in college, and my favorite food is pasta, and I think that's really all you need to know about me. So with this episode today, I want to talk about disabilities and Autism Awareness Month and Disabilities Awareness Month because March and April are months that like they give to those themes of Disabilities Awareness Month and Autism Awareness Month. And so a little bit, a little bit about what we're going to be doing today. I want to talk about a little bit of a general background on what disabilities are, how people get them, like dimensions of disabilities, types of disabilities, how they affect people. And then I want to talk about a little bit about how Troy supports those students and different programs. So according to the CDC, and this is kind of paraphrased, a disability is any condition of the body or mind impairment, and we'll talk about that later, that makes it essentially harder to lead slash participate in a normal life. So disabilities can affect many facets of your life. And this leads me to talking about like three dimensions of a disability. And this comes from the WHO. There is impairment, which is like physical structure and function. So that's like, so if you have a disability like cerebral palsy, there's like structure and function in your brain, something that's happening. And that leads to activity limitation because you have that impairment physically. I understand it as having dis- like difficulties with like certain tasks. So like there's something structure and functionally wrong with like your limb. You can't run, walk, jump, whatever. And that leads to like participation restriction, which is the third and final dimension. And because you are physically impaired and you have that activity limitation, you can't play soccer or basketball, for example. So they all kind of piggyback off of each other. And I find that pretty interesting. And I think that helps you distinct that. And so the causes of these disabilities I think there are many causes, but two that I want to highlight are genetics. So, so those are exposures and fetal alcohol syndrome, don't quote me on it, is like an exposure. And there's like heredity. So like maybe a disability runs in your family and the other type is like injury. So maybe later in your life you like injure yourself and you get a disability as a result of that. And so there are like a few types of disabilities and this comes from the University of Rochester. There's learning that like so when we talk about like types of disabilities, it's there your disability will affect like your learning, your movement and your mental health. But we classify it from my understanding as what it mainly affects. So like dyslexia mainly affects learning. So it's a learning disability and learning disabilities mainly affect academic tasks. Mobility disabilities mainly affect moving. So these are things like cerebral palsy. Medical disabilities are induced by medical conditions. And so like other conditions are the cause of those medical disabilities. And then there are psychiatric disabilities, which are like schizophrenia, which is like mental health. And so some laws surrounding disabilities, and these kind of relate to, like, the classroom and education, there is IDEA. So if you have a diagnosed disability, it tries to make sure that you have as much of a regular, quote-unquote, school experience as possible. So it tries to integrate you into classrooms and make sure that special ed is, like, collaborating with you and making you learn as much as you possibly can. And PSN, so from my understanding, this is a national law. But it, like, requires each state to have this law. And so each state's have, like, its own variation. And Michigan, I'm, like, pretty sure from my reading, it basically gives parents protections and keeps them informed on decisions such as, like, placement and evaluations and allows them to, like, civilly disagree with decisions that the school is making and be seen and heard in that process. 
And so now we move into like what disabilities look like in Troy and how Troy is trying to connect with these people. So there's a Troy Parent Advisory Committee and it is a nonprofit organization, and this is a quote, focused on connecting, educating, and supporting families receiving special education services and special education staff within the Troy School District. They hold lots of meetings on topics such as accepting your child and flexibility and give lots of resources on their website. So their website, for anybody who wants to check it out, who find that this would be helpful for them, is troypac.weebly.com. And they have, like, when COVID was a thing, they had COVID-19 resources, they have their meetings, they have contact information. They link to really helpful community events. And one such that I heard of was like breaking down IEPs and 504s, which are like individualized learning plans that are not particularly for students with disabilities, but often they have these types of plans and they can be confusing. So it helps with them. They give community resources, iPad apps, and they're open to feedback. So they have a lot on their website. And now I want to talk about assistive tech. So assistive tech are like tools that help people with disabilities um, make it easier for them to function and per carry out tasks. So on the Troy School District website, there is like a like web page about this. And so they categorize this as like things like non-tech or tech tools that help you. So under their assistive tech page, they talk about the different content areas and like tech and non-tech and like wheelchairs and all that type of stuff. Um, They talk about networking and community. They have lots of different like content areas where they link to different assistive tech. And there are multiple tiers. So these tiers range from just having you have the assistive tech and goes up to formal training on your assistant tech for staff and formal planning. And the last point I would like to touch on before getting into my personal experience with being a student in the district and seeing how they support people is how assistive or is project find which is early intervention to my understanding and again this is all to my understanding it's with young kids and they want to basically catch your disabilities early and get those interventions in place so they can give you the resources that you need to be successful and so that moves me into talking about my own experience so I know that like we all have probably heard about scheduling um, if you're a student and if you're a parent, you probably like got those emails. It's happening around this time. And a class that's offered um, at the middle school level, and I believe it's offered at the high school level, it's called Links, And it's a program in which students work one-on-one with um, autistic students, I believe. And they like are in general ed classes with them and they like do things with them. And it's kind of have like someone to lean off of. So for example, like I'm taking life skills right now and there is a girl in our class who she has like an aide and that seems to really, really help her. And they plan fun events for disabilities. They they do all sorts of that type of thing to make them feel very seen and very heard. I know at our school, like there are special education and there's like lots of help for those types of people. And um, like with the bond and with buildings, I know that like there has been a lot of discussion about making sure that these new buildings are very accessible, like especially at the elementary level. I think we talked about this earlier with like playgrounds and whatnot. And then I think at the middle school level, I think we like we had a discussion. I am on that committee with like bathrooms and just like curriculum and instruction and like in the 21st century learning model, making sure that students with disabilities are able to learn in that model and how we can better support them with electives and whatnot. And that's kind of all I have for today. Um, That wraps up this Troy School District podcast. Um, 
I can link to all these, like, the websites in the show notes. And, yeah, that's all I have to say. See you next time.